It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You know, it was very interesting yesterday. This part of the intro didn't come out in the final product. Huh. It was very interesting because I'm looking at the waveforms right now and it's working now. Yep. It looks okay on my end. Um, you know what we need to do? What's that place in Blueberry Port? Uh, um, Port Landing? Newbury Port Landing? Is that what that's called? That little area with the market basket, etc.? Port Plaza. Port Plaza? Yeah, okay. Newbury Port Plaza. Port Plaza. I have, yesterday, I don't know, uh, about five months ago. Yes. Um, I'm, there's a little intersection there when you're inside the plaza. Two sides have stop signs. Two sides do not. Okay. I am driving up the side that doesn't have the stop sign, and a guy comes right in front of me, and I beep, and I go, what the, you know, make that noise? Like, mm-hmm. and he gives me one of these, oh, man, I'm so sorry, I messed up. And I went from wanting this guy's mouth uh, sucking on a shotgun to feeling terrible and sorry and wanting mm-hmm. him to be my best friend. He so turned me so quickly. And then Isn't it amazing what a little sorry can do? I know. Yeah. And then yesterday I I pulled out what I didn't look to the right and I pulled out and then this guy almost hit me to the right and he's looking at me and then he does the thing where he's shaking his head as he drives past and I'm like, Oh you mother And so I'm giving him the uh lighten up man. Just lighten up man thing. He looks over at me and he says Fine, okay. One of these things. Fine, okay. And then he takes it right as he's doing it. He, I believe, he gives me the peace sign. Could have been the finger, but I think it was the peace sign. I mean, what am I? And so, what we need to do? This could in be... a lot of parts of the world, isn't the peace sign like flipped? Isn't that like? Yeah, let's the talk about that finger? for a while, Alice. This is the part of the story where I wanted to verge <laughs> off actually to into rude hand traditions. gestures around the world. So anyway, the point mm-hmm. is this: is we need to find a way. We need to find a way to ameliorate this frictious um, uh, communication issue. 
there's got to be a better way, a third way. So this never happened because it's not just happening to me. It happens to people all over the place where you're like, you know, you're, you let somebody in or whatever and they don't say like, they don't give you a thanks or even a gesture and like, you mother piece. And then the last second they do and you're like, oh, what's wrong? I forget it. Oh. Mm-hmm. We need to find a way. There needs to be a way. And this should be something that's hooked into cars um, that's automatic that has to do with the Bluetooth or whatever that can communicate to each other, just ping to each other. All of our feelings to begin with in a resolution to be... So we, we don't have to go through these in parking lots and streets through these roller coaster rides of emotion. There's got to be a way. And I, I, You could just start off by assuming that people aren't No, because able. if I make a human mistake and some guy acts, you no, know, shaking his head, that guy deserves to be freaking drawn and quartered. Because that's an that's a, a an unacceptable escalation for him. It, because I didn't see him suddenly. He's just shaking his head at man. They don't make good people anymore. <laughs> like f you. That's way too much. Okay. You could just start off by assuming the best of other people, though, and then you know you could just start from that feeling to start. And with. I've got to say also, Alice, is that I'm a little surprised because. I know for a fact that all the really good people live in and around the Newburyport area. Yeah, that's true. I know this for a fact, and I found out today. Through the eyes, so often as it is so often, Alice, when us adults are too busy mm-hmm. to see the forest through the trees. Yeah. Sorry, the forest for the trees, how, somehow. How is that how it's said? You can't see the forest for the trees. Yeah. For the trees. Why yeah. isn't it forest through the trees? No, it's... For the trees, because you're so busy looking at the trees that you can't see the forest. Yeah, but that's not a... We don't speak like that. Forest <laughs> for the trees? Yeah, it's a little bit of a dated way of talking. Let's, but yeah. let's say forest through the trees. No. Forest through the trees. For the trees. No, through the trees is better. Well, anyway, we don't see the forest through the trees as adults sometimes, and that's why we sometimes can learn a lot from the smallest among us. Mm-hmm. What's your cue, Alice? You want me to read the story? I was just reading your comment on the story, and it was making me laugh. Oh, good. We'll get to that, too. So um, Start with the story, then we'll go through the comments. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, this was posted on um, the Daily News of Newburyport, which is right next to us. And the headline of this article that you can tell somebody, like, really thought they were very clever for coming up with this um, is uh, all signs point to inclusivity. Get it? Get it? All signs point to inclusivity? Well, you're about to get it. So, um, this is uh, a story that happened in Amesbury. Local boy Finn Thielson spent some of Wednesday in an... Okay, hold on. I need a moment. Okay. I need a moment. (laughs) I just got to get past Finn. I, I I can profile for you, give you a profile exactly... Of this parent who has a child named Finn. Actually, the people who pointed their um, hate has no home here sign on the side of their house, pointing at our house instead of on the front of their house. Yes. um, They also had a Finn. Yes. And that is essentially (laughs) who we're talking about here. Go ahead. I won't interrupt again. I won't step on you. I've been called Local boy Finn Thielson spent some of Wednesday in an unusual place for a seven-year-old, Bear Wolf Brewing. He was there... Hanging up signs on both single stall bathrooms, 
promoting inclusivity for folks with disabilities and of all genders. He Wait, pardon me. All disabilities in what? All genders. Oh. He has 18 signs remaining, courtesy of a local vendor, with hopes of spreading them to single-stall bathrooms in businesses throughout the city. Thielsen's visit was direct proof that it's never too early to start being the change you want to see in the world. Oh. Is this... I know this is a local paper, but does this file under the opinion section? Or the, I was wondering that news? today. I mean, yeah. It says it's ca- labeled centerpiece. Okay. But I believe so this person's a, a reporter. It's a newsy thought piece. It's got a conscience. What's happening? Apparently. It's time to be the change. Oh, my... It's, it's proof that... Um, that it's never too early to start being the change you want to see in the world, right? It's direct proof. Uh, so now we quote Finn. I was seeing bathroom signs, like single stall ones that were like man, woman. And I was thinking, how Can would... you speak in a seven-year-old voice, please? I don't have a seven-year-old Yeah, you do. Voice. Girls have voices that are no. closer to that. I was seeing... Come on. You can do that. No, but you I don't, do it. I don't do voices, no. Okay, I'm, fine. Uh, we'll just imagine. no fun, no. I was seeing bathroom signs like single stall ones that were man, like man, woman. And I was thinking, how would all gender people be able to choose which one to go with? Thielsen said. All gender people? Explaining how his project came little, to fruition. Wait, little seven-year-old Finn said this? Yes, he said he was wondering. He had just been seeing around bathroom signs. Hey, um, and, Anderson, uh, Cyril, how old are you? Five. What are you thinking about right now? Come on over here. There's nothing in my brain right now. There's nothing. He just said there's there's nothing in my brain right now. That's what he said. Yes. Nothing in my brain right now. You're not thinking right now. He said there's nothing in my brain right now. Um, So, how old are you? Seven. So you're seven too. What are you thinking about? I'm just thinking about what um um what I'm gonna draw next. What you're drawing? So you're drawing pictures? Like, what, what, do you, what did you draw last? Uh, let me see. I think I was drawing a person. Oh, really? Yeah. Was it a man or a woman? Man. Oh. Huh. <laughs> hmm. So, um, and what do you want to be for Halloween? A French artist, maybe? A French artist. Cyril, what do you want to be for Halloween? Do you think about that a lot? Uh, yeah, sometimes. There you go. Very typical. These are normal conversations exactly. with five and seven-year-olds. Exactly. Right. Our kids don't spend a lot of time wondering... About all genders. About how two-spirit people decide what bathroom to use. Right. Or maybe not enough time. We're not really good people, like Finn's parents obviously are. Very, by the way... Certainly a, an extremely organic uh, endeavor oh, yeah. for a seven-year-old. Absolutely. Very normal. Um, I was seeing bathroom signs like single stall ones that were like man, woman, and I was thinking, how would all gender people be able to choose which one to go with, Thielsen said, explaining how his project came to fruition. His mom, Sarah Thielsen, elaborated that her son wanted people to feel welcome when they walk in somewhere. It's miraculous that Sarah got herself into this article. I know, it's incredible. I'm sure that he, the the, uh, writer, had to pull her kicking and screaming into this. Uh, With bathroom inclusivity being a way to promote that overall message. Can we not knock the camera, please? It's the bane of my life. 
What? Sarah, you want to borrow my phone? Yeah, you can use it down here. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Honestly, he's been inspiring me to think about what I can do in our community. It's been all his idea. It really has. He's the one who had the idea over a year ago, Sarah Thielson said. As a parent, I've had to keep the ball rolling and make logistical things happen. Right. But he has stayed interested and passionate about it for over a year. Over a year. So theoretically, perhaps when he was five and a half, it mm-hmm. was all his idea. Yep, Remarkable. Just came up with this that completely a, that a on his own. Five-year-old in what user groups is he hanging out, or what academia um, vestibules? Is well, he... his parents had him at the Shishi Brewery. Right. It's what a remarkably organic thing. It's incredible. It's incredible. He was just idly gazing at the single stall bathrooms and thinking, but what about the all gender people? Right. That's what he was spending his little five-year-old time at the brewery thinking about. So that's, yeah, very natural and organic. So anyway, and then he got the signs for free from some other local vendor. Mm-hmm. Which is the with, kind of networking which, uh, and outreach and procurement that I find <laughs> six-year-olds do. Typically, yes. Um, and then, um, so then following that, uh, he's been going around to businesses and reaching out to give these away as well, which, where'd the article go? Mm-hmm. Can you, when, you're not making this very easy Cyril, stop for it. me right your now. Mother, your mother what needs... happened to James? I thought James, James hey! was on this. Let's go. Um... <clears throat> And I love that mom goes, he's been inspiring me to think about what I can do in our community. I'm just so inspired by my seven-year-old's totally organic idea about the all-gender restrooms. It's, it's inspiring to me that my kid completely organically came up with this. And has he been going to businesses? Mm-hmm. So he's He has going. 18 signs remaining. He's just going, huh? Mm-hmm. So a seven-year-old is knocking on the door of establishments. Yep. Saying, may I speak to the manager? <laughs> well, no, no, no. no actually, like... no, hold on. The seven-year-old first is saying, I'd like to inspect the bathroom, please, in the signage <laughs> there. Inspecting the signage, upon seeing the signage, is saying, now I'd like to speak to the manager. Only Finn. Mm, only... I mean, he's getting in on the grift early. He's like basically a diversity consultant Well, here's the truth. Al- Alice, who's going into the businesses, checking in the bathrooms, and talking to the managers? Mom. Correct. <laughs> Finn is at the signing ceremony at the end. Mom has intimidated, shaken mm-hmm. down... Or uh, bullied or pressured these people into doing this already. Finn is the hook in this laundered uh, local, quote, feel-good story. Uh, Honestly, he's been inspiring me to think what I can do in our community. Finn explained what his goals are for the program as he approaches more businesses. I hope that it makes a big impact on single-stall bathroom signs in the world, Finn Thielson said. First of all, single-stall bathroom signs. What is a single-stall? That means a one-seater? It means it's like one bathroom. There's not like stalls in there. It's like you lock the outside door and one person is in there at a time. Okay. Okay. You know, so, and he's putting up signs on them that instead of having like a men's one and a women's one, he's putting up signs on them that have a little man, a little woman, a little half and half, and then a wheelchair person. Okay. Oh, okay. So what is this, what is the use of this? Is this, so. It's to let you know that you can go in there if you're any gender, in case you didn't know. Okay. So isn't the single stall bathroom, if there is one on a place? 
generally is that's the bath usable by anyone. Yes. yes, that's the bathroom. Don't please be careful with that. That's so what he's done is write a sensitive. So it, it's a representation of somebody in half pants and half dress. Uh-huh. So if they're non-binary, because they wouldn't know how to figure out. Even right. though you know non-binary people, a twenty-six year old has been doing bathrooms now for probably <laughs> twenty-three years. Presumably, or, yes. Yes. Okay. And his this is. This has not been a problem, but this you need this to be happening in and around Amesbury, Massachusetts, because if you don't have everybody unconfused about bathrooms, there will be murders. Uh, well, Finn wanted people to feel welcome when they walk in somewhere. And if there's a little half-pants, half-dressed person mm-hmm. on the bathroom sign, then that makes non-binary people feel welcome, which... Personally, I would think was kind of insulting, not being a non-binary person, I can't say. But, like, if a place just had a bathroom sign and not a stick figure in a dress, I wouldn't feel less welcome. Would you? Well, no, but also, it's not a matter of needing to be welcome because I'm the only one in there. <laughs> no. Well. There's no... I, I, I'm... The, I get the feeling in... I know that Finn is rather young for an activist, <laughs> but I think this is rather intellectually lazy. There's no problem. If there's a single style bathroom, you everybody's going to walk in there and just use it. Just like there used to be phone booths. I didn't need to know which one is particular for me. I just go <laughs> into the one because it's a one it's a one person venture. Right. Right, but if you were an all gender person, how would you know that you're welcome in there unless Finn comes with his sign? Okay, so I want to know, I want to feel... You want to feel affirmed by the bathroom sign. Right, because if it just shows a woman, man, and a person in a wheelchair, and I'm... And uh, you happen to be a half-dressed, half-pants person. Right, then I'm not represented. <laughs> so I don't right. see myself in there, and that, to me, that feels violent. You feel unwelcome. Feels yes. unwelcome, okay, okay. Um... Sarah Thielson noted that her family will be able to witness the launch of her son's program today as they coincident, totally coincidentally, I assume, uh, gather at Bear Wolf Brewing to celebrate a family wedding. He gets to show everybody. A, I have been to a brewery in Amesbury. Amesbury. I, could, I had to leave because I couldn't figure out the bathroom situation. <laughs> he gets to show everybody his big work, Sarah Thielson said. She said that the plan is to reach out to a couple of new businesses each month with their son keeping a notebook of potential locations. We had a big meeting over the summer and we got a lot of logistics handled, Sarah Thielson said. <clears throat> we had a what? Big meeting? Over the summer. And we huh. got a lot of logistics handled. Did uh, Finn run the meeting? Mm-hmm. So did, he give my, the, did he give the PowerPoint presentation during the meeting? Yeah, I assume so. He had an agenda probably and everything. We're going to break Amesbury up into zones. Mm-hmm. All right, let's table Aiden, that. Aiden, you take zone one. Jaden, zone two. Let's table that. Caden, we'll zone back. three. Finn takes zone four. Uh, can I also? I'm also curious um, who reached out to the Daily News of Newburyport to let them know that all this was happening. Let me help you out here, Alice. Okay. They're hoping, of course, that a local TV station will pick it up, and then that TV station's national affiliate will pick it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they should. And this that, is a really I, I, although good story. although I'm sure that. Finn's mom wants to shy away from the white hot spotlight that mm-hmm. national attention might get him. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And I mean, like, I already was thinking about that because I almost like feel guilt talking about a seven-year-old on our show. But like, mom clearly wants seven-year-old in the news. Well, right. 
and is putting him out there with his full name and pictures of his face. So, I mean, like, what are we supposed to do? He is, Alice, he is a part of the set in this particular <laughs> story. It is, this is a story about mom. Of course it is. Who's ascribing things to a little child to show everybody that something extraordinary is happening, thus newsworthy. And that, you know what? By the way, I could see her saying, by the way, I, you might think about using We Can Be the Change that we want to see. Just, you know. <laughs> okay. So so this is big. This is important. Great stuff. She absolutely is not just using the kid for attention, mm -hmm. for love on the internet. Just goes to tell mm -hmm. you, like, we, it's funny because she's probably in her 30s. It, it's not just really young people who we have to worry about with the internet. It's... People like even my age and younger parents who so desperately want love and attention on the on the internet mm -hmm. that it's that they're willing to do anything with kids. Oh yeah. I mean and I think parents like this I mean they still do in a way, but they parents tend to try to find outlets to prove that their kids are special and wonderful. Yeah, but whether this... that's like sports or being good at some kind of academic thing or whatever, like parents want that validation. Yeah, of but, their it, that, kid but being... that's too narrow because every parent involved in this, including all the parent, all the really progressive parents who suddenly have like every kid is trans, they all want to be in the shot. Right. They're not just putting Finn's not just going to be on NBC, MSNBC. Mom's going to be right next to Finn on MSNBC. Well, right. And of course... <laughs> We're doing something, guys. Can you guys... Doing anything, right? Okay, fine. Let's keep going. But... <clears throat> but, yeah. And I mean, and it's the same thing. People use kids, too, for this stuff because they're human shields. Right? Because then if there's criticism of Finn and the Bathroom Project or people make fun of it, then you can say the same way that you they did with, like, the Parkland kids. Well, right? They can go, right. like, how dare you make fun of a kid? That's so terrible. I can't believe yes. it. So their activism is disguised behind their child. They put their kid out in front like it's all their idea, so nobody's allowed to say anything bad about it. Well, but it's not just that. Mm -hmm. It's also... This purity verification. You know what? If a, if a just kid's and his seven-year-old heart has it in him to just want to make people feel more comfortable, maybe it's okay for all of us to. Is that so wrong if a child very organically... How does a sign is, hurt you? Yes. He's just, he's just worried about people. I didn't tell him to be. He's just worried about people in bathrooms. Maybe we should... Maybe we should, for once, take a step back and let the kids show us the way. I believe the children are the future. Um, let's teach them well. Teach them well. Let them lead the way. Right. Show them all the beauty they possess inside. Give them. You're gonna keep letting me sing. Sense yes, I'm gonna let you sing. I wish. Let the record show, by the way, guys. Sally, can you drag one of these kids out of here? Possibly. You think Finn gets this treatment? I don't think so. No. Do you? Are you able to? Where's James? James was supposed to be playing with Cyril during this podcast. Cyril. That was the one request we had for him. Was
Yeah. Sorry, I apologize for that. Sorry about that. Maybe I'll put some music in there. So on a totally unrelated note... Um, Jesus Christ, man. What is the, James, the, the, you said you would play with the him during the show. National Convention of Shattuck's for this hour in this room? At no other time does this ever happen. Thank you, Chips. Anyway, on a totally unrelated note, uh, CNN had a good article about a new study that's out about No, no, parenting. you got to go through the, the uh, comments. Oh, you want to do the comments? Yes, this is show. a look into polite society. Okay. Um, so, uh, yeah, there's, I mean, there's a few people who are somewhat critical in the comments, although the newspaper is frantically hiding comments. Yes, they're the comment sanction. 86 they, in comments they don't like. They don't like a lot of them, but, um, yeah, uh, Rebecca writes, what a kind and thoughtful kiddo. Kudos to Finn kiddo. and Bearwolf Brewing hey. for helping to make everyone feel welcome. Well, they wouldn't want to assume Finn's gender, right? Kiddo. That's what you say when you're ascribing adult stuff onto kids. Mm -hmm. You call them kiddos. In other words, not just a kid, because this person's being pressed into service. Thanks, you're a good kiddo. Uh, Chelsea says, awesome, what a sweet kid. Tr I, how stupid are these people? Trina says, love this. Oh. Here's one that's not hidden yet. Riley Dowell in the making, Munchausen syndrome by proxy. Fantastic. That's, of course, Catherine Clark's little communist kid. Oh, fantastic. Um, you know, and then there's a bunch of hidden comments because I. Uh, it says there's 42 comments and I can't see a lot of them. <laughs> so, oh, really? Yeah, no, you can't read most of the comments here. Is there a particular funny There's comment. um. Uh, I like I didn't realize handicapped was a gender, which is on there because that's one of the things. Um, yeah, Tom, somebody named Tom Shattuck has a comment on here. It says, my son on his own knitted surgical masks for strangers to protect themselves from COVID and he made them yellow and blue for Ukraine. He's four. Hashtag love is love is love. Right. So, yeah, pretty funny. Uh. And several of the people who said they loved what Finn did liked your comments. Yes, so I like that. Their I... sarcasm detectors are not awesome. on a Can very you imagine? high. It's so easy being progressive. You were talking about this today. What were you we saying today? Um, it's so just so easy. Oh, Finn did a good thing. You see, oh, see, all you're all included. Somebody that was one of the comments is mm -hmm. kind of oh, kiddo. Finn's a great kiddo. Somebody says there's two kudos genders, to of Finn for helping to make everyone feel welcome. Now, so this is what I, one of the people says: No matter what your belief, it is not important. Is it not important to include everyone anyway? That is BS. Not everything is symmetrically uh, inclusive by design. Right. You don't. the uh, The idea is Halloween. Most of the kids like it. You don't get rid of it because it's not totally inclusive. So, because some kids, you know, came here from Sri Lanka and were wondering what the hell is going on one day. No, they, you don't. You don't make everything perfectly comfortably inclusive. You just don't. Are we going to get rid of swimming pools because some kids can't swim? I, I wouldn't Probably. be surprised. Ridiculous. Probably they've gotten rid of math in a bunch of school districts because some kids can't do it. They don't do the algebra one in middle school anymore in Cambridge and a bunch of California school districts too, because you know it, that increases racial inequities if you let some kids move on to algebra one in middle school. So, you know, it's um, 
It's all a mess. Yeah, no, they, no matter what your beliefs, we have to include everyone. No, we don't have to include everyone. We don't have to. Some people are crazy. Yes. Including anyone who thinks they're a third gender. Uh, yeah, there's not, I mean, this is all fantasy land stuff, but it's supposed to, and it comes from a place of, well, it's really naivety, but they think it's a place of kindness. Oh, maybe somebody somewhere is feeling bullied, and that's terrible, or feeling sad. Oh, let's give them a sign so they know that everything, everything is fine. Let's play along and affirm the fantasy land stuff that's happening. It's like, no, you're not helping anything. You're not helping anything. And leave Finn the freak alone, for God's sakes. I can already see what's going to be going happening in his life. And can you imagine how much direction and teaching about genders has to happen for the idea about the sign to even occur to your kid? <laughs> Like right. how many hours of discussion of gender identity has to go into that before your kid even understands what you're talking about? 1980 and one. Uh, no, no. 1980 and one. My mother was listening to Bob Raleigh, mm-hmm. who was an overnight radio guy. At that time, I don't know if he was overnight, but he was a radio guy at WBZ for decades and decades. My mother was a big AM radio listener. She loved Bob Raleigh. She loved Larry Glick. She loved all these guys. Mm-hmm. 1981. I had just gotten an awesome Ross Barracuda bicycle. It was an awesome bicycle. Mm-hmm. It, it had like like three gears and it was just cool looking. Because I used to have a, a Ross little red thing that was really kind of a feminine bi- bike. And this was mm-hmm. my real cool, first cool bike. My Bob Raleigh had said some... Like somebody in the audience called up and said she was sad because her son, um, either his bicycle got stolen or got lost or whatever, and he didn't have one anymore. Uh oh. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> this is I yeah. Not too many people know. So I see where this is. Next going. day, my mother says to me, "Tom, Tommy, there's this boy, and he doesn't have his bicycle. Somebody stole it. And is there any way at all?" Is there any way at all that you'd like to donate your bicycle to him? And <laughs> to which little Tom Shattuck said, "I said, okay, yeah, okay, mommy, if you think I should." And she was like, "Oh, the, no, only if you're comfortable." Okay, okay, that's so great. Well, I heard it on Bob Raleigh, the radio person, last night. So then my mother makes some phone calls, and she's like, "Bob Raleigh gets on and says, oh, well, apparently we've got a boy from Winchester who's going to donate the bike.'" It, to us so we can give it to this kid whatever and my mother said had already told me don't worry I'll get you a new one immediately so well, she didn't <laughs> tell Bob Raleigh but I was like okay and then <laughs> and then we go over to Bob Raleigh's house in Burlington and drop him off the bike uh-huh. at his house and then he calls me on the air the next night with my mother like over my shoulder listening of course listening to how how, uh, what a great son she had. Yes. Who had engineered the bike thing, et cetera. And I was stone cold, frightened to hell to talk to somebody on the, I didn't really know what was happening. I knew I had a bike coming. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know what was happening. But, um, and the next thing I know in the mail, I get a whole bunch of Glick University t-shirts and pens and uh, Bob Raleigh stuff and this and that. And uh, I got a new bike uh, as well, of course, because that was the thing. But I, I did the bike thing. I, I was Finn for a while. Yes. Because my mother wanted to. She wanted the warm glow of just feeling righteous. 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, it also just shows, like, what a good job she's done raising such a little angel of a boy who gave up his bike, you know? Of course. You know, uh, we believed in my family. I told my mother, I think that we should be the change we want to see. That's what I told her at mm-hmm. the time. I organically told her that I yeah. think that it's not fair that some kids can't be included in bike riding. And I'd like to change that. This is all <laughs> on my own. She had to follow me around. She couldn't keep up with me. I held meetings on the subject. <laughs> It is horrifically, like my brother looked at but me. But do the people who credulously read these stories and comment like, wow, what a great kiddo. Have they like ever met a seven-year-old? Because if you spend time with like five, six, seven-year-olds, you know what they're what's coming from them organically or not. Well, right. Like, for instance, we did a parody song, the Follow the COVID Rules song. Mm-hmm. Anson, who's right here. Has a line in that song that says, "Remember what happened to Canada." Say your line. Remember what happened to Canada. Right, and that was a line that Charlie Baker had said about you know loosening COVID rules, etc. And mm-hmm. so Anson mimics Charlie Baker, but that was that was all input into him. Yeah, we told me. him to say we that. We programmed him <laughs> to say that. He did not know what he was saying, why he was saying it, or any context. He knew it made us happy that he did it well. That's right. it, because we're shallow parents. Because <laughs> Right. We, he was not he did not have an opinion on no. Thanksgiving COVID regulations. No. He his mind was 99% on Paw Patrol and 1% listening to us momentarily. <laughs> exactly. Because I I mean, I can't imagine how people like think that this stuff organically comes from the kit they just need it to be <sighs> i'm so disappointed in humanity but um so on a totally unrelated note we would know nothing about this um cnn has a story out about a new study that supposedly came out and you know there's a lot of times when you just know from the conclusion of the study that the, there's something wrong with the study like you don't even have to look into it more because the conclusion oh, yes. is so clearly wrong that, oh, yes. that you know you don't have to look into it further than that. Um, but this study, uh, published in the Journal of Child Abuse and Neglect... <laughs> you read that. ...reviewed 166 other studies uh, to produce a detailed analysis of the existing literature, and they found that um, adults shouting at, denigrating, or verbally threatening children can be as damaging to their development as sexual or physical abuse, a new study finds. So See, first of all, this isn't a new study. This is a summary of a bunch of, ex- a bunch of other studies, which is always garbage because da- it's a total like, By the way, garbage I love that the, the magazine on child abuse has found a whole new field of abuses we didn't know about. Right, Guys, we've, we've unearthed some new abuses. Guess what? You can also just say stuff. Just I as mean, bad. I'm not saying that people should yell at their kids or denigrate them, obviously. Like, the words that parents say to you when you're a kid loom large in your head growing up, and Mm -hmm. you should be kind to your kids. That being said, it should be obvious to everybody that that is not as damaging as physical or sexual abuse. It it should... Like, anybody who stops and thinks about that for a second should realize that that's not remotely true at all. You know what? The the NPR audience wants this kind of study because, one, they've learned something. Wow, is it really? Wow, shocking. Wow. And also, this allows people of my generation, your generation, and boomers to say, you know what? I knew my dad was an a-hole. 
I knew that that wasn't normal and that was damaging to me. And that's, you know, I spent my yeah. 30s being sexually promiscuous and, uh, you know. That's why I made all bad decisions in my life. That's right. Exactly. It also, I think, also allows uh, people who enjoy sexual predatory behaviors to say, oh, it's just as bad as yelling. Yeah, everybody could go either way. I was either going to fondle them or yell at them. I mean, yelling seems a bit harsh. So. But yeah, it's. But like I say, it should just instinctually like you should automatically question a study like that. Another one that I think a lot of people should have taken a lot more, a lot um, more skeptically that was floating around, and I'm sure you saw this because this was everywhere. But um, did you see that big study that? Um, I think it's Business Insider did, where they looked at a bunch of big companies and they found that 96% of the new jobs that they um, had gained over whatever period of time had gone to people of color. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. And only 4% had gone to white men. No, really? So they did a big study and they found this. Um, once again, that should be a finding that should make you wonder if you've done some math wrong. <laughs> and, of course, they didn't because they liked that conclusion. And right. they framed this article in a positive way. The article was called, you know... Um, companies promised to hire a bunch more people of color and then they actually did you know and the companies could tell this was going to be a positive article so when asked for comment they didn't say anything um although obviously if that were remotely close to their hiring statistics they would be sued immediately because yeah you can't most were probably like looking around the break room like i don't see this here uh let's lay a low on this one yeah so um obviously Way more than six percent of new corporate hires are white. That's not. It's that's just not mathematically possible. So if that's your study, then you should wonder if you did something wrong. Of course, um, they did not wonder if they did something wrong because the story was too good. Sorry, it was Bloomberg, not Business Insider. I wouldn't want to slander them, but you would be surprised that people from Bloomberg would be completely enumerate and unable to Ooh, do math. What is enumerate? It's like illiterate, but for numbers. Wow, that's good. I'm enumerate. <laughs> I know. So let me try and briefly explain where they went wrong here. What they did is they just took the net numbers of increased um, high of increased numbers of like black people and people of color employed at these companies and then divided by the number of new hires in total. But the problem with that is 
you're not just filling jobs for new jobs that you're creating. You're also filling jobs for people who retire. So even if the people, and this is true just because demographically older people tend to be whiter in the United States overall. Sure. So even if there's a relatively small difference between the people who are retiring and the people that you're hiring to replace them, if you're hiring slightly more black people than you were, then are retiring, right? You know, say say out of all these companies that they surveyed, say a million people retired, right? And out of the million people who retired, say like 70% of them were white and 50% of them, 50% of the people that you hired back in were white, right? You've net increased the number of people of color at your company by 200,000 people. right? So now... If you also add 300,000 new jobs, then you could say like, oh, look, we've net increased the black people at the company by 200,000 people and we made 300,000 new jobs. So now two thirds of the people that we hired were black. But obviously that's not true. Do you see what I'm saying? I don't. No. Okay. Well, maybe I, some, maybe I, I one of the listeners to, will understand what I'm saying. In this, like, using, I want to be I need a special sign for me to know I'm included in this part of the conversation. <laughs> they they use the completely wrong denominator. It is not true that 96% of the new people who were hired at these companies were people of color. Even when you look at the net increase for the people of color who were hired, they were the gains aren't among black people. They're among Asian people. Which is uh, tough anyway. To quote a great man, and, Alice, there's mm-hmm. nothing in my brain right now. <laughs> I can't. I love that you're maybe good at that. Maybe one of our kids will like math. <laughs> yeah, maybe they will. Can I get to a couple of um, great... Um, uh, but anyway, but Bloomberg, as far as I know, can I just say this quickly? Please. Because this is, just goes back to like the idea that I was saying of like some studies, you should just look at it and your gut should tell you mm-hmm. that it can't really be true that all these big corporations hired 96% people of color. Like, Right. <laughs> I mean, like you have to, something needs to be turning over in your mind and you need to be saying like, <laughs> it's not, that can't be, you know, but... Uh, as far as I know, they haven't retracted it or corrected it we at this roll time, even here. though a bunch of people have pointed out, including Daily Wire now, that they that, that's completely untrue. But yeah, go ahead. The There's P- a lot going the on. The PBD so po- podcast, Daniel Dandon, what's his name? Pabedano. Patrick Bet David. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who I think is fine. I'm, 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 I like him. I, I think, yeah, I, I, I think he's fine. He offered Tucker a lot of money to come to his network. Oh, really? I didn't know he had a network. Anyway. Maybe you should email him. Maybe I'll email him. Maybe I think he's more than fine. And willing you to love him that. now. I, maybe I love him, as a matter of fact. He's with Ann Coulter, who I love, and I always will love. He is that stupid. Respectfully, you sound bitter now. And, and, and the reason why... A, don't lie to us when you're campaigning and getting our votes. B, you sound like a, a battered woman making excuses. Well, maybe he won't hit me next time. It's been four years he's been beating the crap out of you. He had four years, Patrick. Four years, yeah. two with a Republican Congress. Oh, but I know it. he he could have not hit me, but maybe he was thinking he was waiting for our golden anniversary to stop hitting me. <laughs> he was just waiting for that perfect time. No, he had four years. He didn't build it. I don't know what other proof you could possibly want. She is, is so by far the funniest lady in in culture. She is. And her mm-hmm. books are freaking hilarious. Hilarious. Here's more of them. Yes. Sorry. It's sorry. It's just 
Besides COVID, that was very big in 2020, and you say, and this reminds me that you want, you want to feel safe, and boy, we don't feel safe now, especially Period. New York and LA. Oh, God. Oh, Philly, um, all these places. San Francisco. I mean, if yeah, you're a the city goes person on. like I am, where, where do you go? Anyway, um, and that was the George Floyd, May 25th, 2020, changed the world. We Suddenly, we have to release all the criminals, among other things. Mm-hmm. Um, one place you would have been safe in 2020 was in Florida. Thank you, Ron DeSantis, passing law after law where you can shoot looters, anti-rioting laws. I mean, there were specific actions he took that made that meant there were no riots and no police stations were burnt down and you did not have police being assaulted. What did the commander in chief do? What did Trump do? He sent out tweets in all caps, law and order. Point one. Point two, you know what he said in the first debate with 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 Joe Biden. And this is after a year of them burning BLM and Antifa burning down police stations, ripping down statues. I mean, anarchy like I've never seen in this country before. When that police station went down in Minneapolis, I was watching TV crying. It was so horrible. They talk about January 6th. Let's talk about that. At the first debate, what did Donald Trump say to Joe Biden? You called them super predators. I'm releasing people from prison. How about the first step back? Thank you, Jared. He's releasing criminals. You want to feel safe? Donald Trump ain't your guy. Uh, first step back was for federal prisoners. And I think most of those people would have been busted on state crimes, I would say. Uh, Vivek Ramaswamy uh, had some protesters. Somebody rammed into his car, as a matter of fact, today. He was unharmed. He was not in the car at the Thank time. Oh. And then, and then. The- they're, they're mad at him because he doesn't like... Um, Ukraine funding. Just misplaced people from Russia to go to Donbass region because we have steel plants. And you can see the movies. And the history is long, no doubt about it. But the region, but the fact of the matter is the regions of the Donbass that are occupied now are not even represented in Ukraine's government for the last 10 years. Do you think Ukraine should be free? Ukraine should be a sovereign nation. Absolutely. So how is the U.S. U.S. going to... How is the U.S.? Oh, shit. It closed on you. Yes. It's fascinating to me. The Ukraine thing is fascinating to me because so many people in the U.S. like purport to care about it so much. So much like there's all kinds of violence all over the world. But like people who have absolutely no dog in the fight here in America have been convinced by the press and like Lindsey Graham that they like really care well, a lot what's happening well, in a yes. place called Donbass that they had never said the name of in their entire life until this year. Yes. How is the U.S. Negotiate, going to negotiate? Negotiate a path to peace that allows Ukraine to come out with its sovereignty intact. Well, what NATO, does that sovereignty look like to you? A hard commitment that NATO will not admit to Ukraine. What does that sovereignty look like to you? A hard commitment that what NATO. What does that sovereignty look like to you? He's dickhead. He's answering. Whenever you're, tell me when you're done, and then I'll answer the question. Answer the question. NATO will not admit Ukraine to NATO and should not admit Ukraine to NATO. Because we made a commitment in 1990, and I believe in standing by our commitments, that NATO would not expand one inch, not one inch past East Germany. And the James Baker told Russia Gordon made a commitment that it would not expand its territories. What I want to say is I'm very glad that young people are engaged and passionate about these issues. So answer the question. Oh, freaking losers. The young people are just freaking waste of time. Back to the matter is, I believe we have to stand by our commitments, but the job of the U.S. president is to look after U.S. interests and have a reasonable path to peace. And I think the path that we're on right now is not going to be good for Ukraine. It's not going to be good for America. It is taking us closer to major conflict 
with Russia that is going to be bad for everybody involved. And the people pushing us to do it are an establishment in both parties of people who are making money off that war that is wrong and that will change on my watch. So what do you think? About- the great thing is that, that these are young people now, progressives, demanding more war action. Demanding. We need to be doing uh, somewhere, engaging in a ground war. We, we need to be pushing this. Yeah. We have to be. Anybody disputing that teachers shouldn't be paid? <laughs> oh, yeah, Republicans hate when people get paid. Hey, the, the, this is so good for him. But we are failing to do right by our kids in this country our achievement gap versus other countries is bad and we're all in that together but here's what i will say the beauty of this country is that you all have the right to express your opinions and you're doing it peacefully and even though i disagree with disagree with you i'm proud of you for expressing overworked child psychologist right let me tell you guess who probably almost definitely makes her own schedule (laughs) the Child psychologist. Exactly. Who's convincing kids to be trans, uh, you know, for $500 an hour. Okay, and you want to destroy your job and her livelihood. No, I, I, that's, that's not correct. I do want to fix our public schools, though. And so thank her for her service for me. I really mean that. But we also have to focus on how we're going to improve achievement of our kids. And I think we, your mom, if she's as earnest as you're describing, I'm sure she is, cares about the same thing. We're not getting there with the existing system we have. So we're going to have to find a better way to do it. And one of the ways we're going to do it is through open debate. You guys are doing your part. I'm going to do mine. Keep it up. Thank you. He absolutely schools them. And both in temperament and in substance. Mm -hmm. But so many young people. And I feel like, I feel like there are a lot of really like, competent smart great young people but they're you just don't see videos of them on twitter as much because they're too busy doing other more productive things but speaking of young people who suck um and this is okay because i'm not knocking the person who died i'm knocking his friends Mm -hmm. um the friends of that um lefty activist who got killed in the in brooklyn yeah get stabbed by the uh yeah that that whole story the they have put together a gofundme um, they write, hi, everyone. We are a collective of Ryan's close friends reeling from a brutal loss. We are asking for your help in easing the burden and stress of this horrifying situation so we can have space and time to grieve and remember Ryan. So you think like they've raised almost $70,000. So well, a funeral should... costs a lot of money. Funerals can be expensive. Exactly. Um, immediate needs are to offset the cost of working class people taking time off work to properly mourn. That's fantastic. It, and then they talk about him for so a little Ryan's bit. So Ryan's unemployed they write, friends want some R&R. Yeah, this has been tough on them. Yes. It is in this time of remembrance and healing that will allow for reflection. We thank you in advance for any material support you can provide. In pain and gratitude, Ryan's friends. And they've actually raised money. Yeah, almost $70,000. Nuke us. We need to be nuked. I, I, am, I, I pledge allegiance to Vladimir Putin. I want <laughs> you this country believe that, to though? be nuked immediately. Can you believe that? I mean, I... Um, we've both known people who have unfortunately passed away younger than yes. 
um, you know, who I would say even are in our friend groups. And when people have died that you've known, did it ever occur to you that you could start a GoFundMe for the time that you're for taking me? off work to reflect? I had no idea. <laughs> for I your had friends. no idea. For your friends. I didn't know that was a thing that people did, but um, apparently... I had no idea. I will do it next time. By the way, Joe Biden, is, bold. Joe Biden is building a wall. KJP answered questions. If you have to build a border wall but you don't think that it's going to work, then once it's done, are you just going to tear it down? I'm not getting into hypotheticals from here. I'm just telling you what I can tell you from here. The facts are that DHS is complying with the law. This is from fiscal year. This was under fiscal year 2019 under Republican uh, leadership, and DHS is required to do this. The president asked multiple times. Of so the president doesn't want to build a wall, but is building a wall because we need a wall to keep the migrants out. Well, they so have a problem the now. Answers. They have a problem now because there's starting to be a bunch of pl- people in liberal places who are being put out now by um, the fact that Biden can't get any control of the border whatsoever. We have all the people coming to stay in the Boston area for the Army Navy game. Probably not can't, liberal, but yes. Um, well, they're officers, so maybe. No. Well, and they're, it, I mean, but it's in a liberal state anyway, put it that way. Um, but the people coming to stay here are not, obviously. But the, the scandal is surrounding the fact that the state of Massachusetts is buying up all the hotel rooms at higher rates to put migrant families in. So the people who uh, had been booking rooms to come for the Army-Navy game are losing their rooms to the migrant families. Similarly, uh, there was one, the like Chicago youth football program has lost their facilities to house migrant families as well. What an effing well. mess. Can you believe that? Can you believe how insulting that is? That these these governments are doing this stuff? Disgusting. He just told me that a border wall does not work. If that's the case, why does his own Department of Homeland Security Secretary say in a public notice, quote, there is presently an acute and immediate need to construct physical barriers? Here's what I can say. I can speak to what the president was very clear in saying, and also what you all have been reporting about, uh, about this uh, uh, this construction. Uh, so the facts are this. Uh, this uh, this is not new. Uh, these funds were appropriated in fiscal right year 2019 under mm-hmm. Republican leadership, and DHS is required by law to use the funds for appropriate appropriated purpose. That's what we're seeing. This was announced back in June by the DHS. And so, look, we, we believe that there are better effective ways of moving forward to secure our border and security, we our border security, and we have continuously asked for but the Congress. thing is he's fast tracking it by lifting regulations. Right. So he's doing this. It's not the DHS uh, freelancing here. Uh, to act uh, to provide our CBP, uh, the law enforcement, uh, law enforcement at the border, uh, to give them the resources they need to do their jobs. And so we're going to continue to call on Congress. We believe, and the president has been very clear. Even when you ask him, does a does a border wall work? He said no. Uh, and he's been very consistent about that. We believe uh. that we need uh, border <laughs> technology that is modernized and land ports of, uh, at, uh, at, of land ports of entry. And that's what we want to see. And that's what I can speak to. And uh, we, this is something that we were required by law and we are complying. This is an administration that does believe in the rule of law. But why now, for instance, these funds have been available since Biden took office. Why at this And the president actually spoke to this. And this is one of the things that he was saying. That, she is uh, not good at he, this. He's been asking Congress to reappropriate the funds. He has been. 
uh, for the past couple of years. But why? He's against the law. Refused. And we have to comply by law to get this done. And that's what you're seeing happening right now. Would there be a way to continue to slow walk this and to delay it? We have to comply by law, and that's what we're doing at this time. We ask Congress to reappropriate the funds. That's what we would prefer to see, not waste the funding in the way that they're doing it right now that we are required to do. Uh, but they refused, and so now we're moving forward. Thanks, Reed. What specific law will the administration be breaking if funds appropriated for the border wall are not used, especially because the funds are <coughs> go unused all the time? I and mean, why not let it go? unused this time. Well, look, I'm not going to speak to uh, the law. I would have to refer you to Department of Justice. <laughs> okay. They got no answers on that one. Meanwhile, what they do have answers on, did you see what I sent you from the White House's Twitter feed today? No. So they're forgiving another $9 billion in student debt? Yes. Oh, God, yeah. I talked about that today. Yeah. So, um, and they tweeted out an article about it saying, guess what? It also grows the economy, benefits everybody, and hurts nobody. Which has got to be recouped directly from taxpayers, including many who could never go to college and right. oh, are barely getting by. Last yeah, thing and by, quote, grows the economy, they mean dumps a bunch more money <clears throat> right. into the economy, which is inflationary. Um, this is actually a stunning thing. Newsweek, we got too much stuff tonight. I'm sorry. I know. And it's the end of the week. So like Donald Trump followers targeted by, by FBI Sunday. as 2024 election nears. This is mm-hmm. Newsweek. The federal government believes that the threat of violence and major civil disturbances around the 2024 U.S. presidential election is so great that it has quietly created a new category of extremists that it seeks to track and counter Donald Trump's army of MAGA followers. Donald Trump's army of MAGA followers. The challenge for the FBI, the primary federal agency with law enforcement, is to pursue and prevent what it calls domestic terrorism without direct reference to political parties or affiliations. Even yeah, though, that's so hard. Even though the vast majority to... of its current anti-government investigations are of Trump supporters. It's so hard when you're trying to go after the supporters of a particular candidate in a particular party and you're trying to make it look nonpartisan. That makes it really yes. tricky. Hate when that happens. Oh, and the other thing is that this supposedly Judicial Watch has proof that Biden has been beating his dog, Commander, the one who's mauled everybody. Yeah, there were three dogs into this White House. Yes. We're not three years into the presidency, but we're in three dogs. Yes. And they... We have one who died and two that have been sent away, la, 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 because they keep attacking people. Right. Commander is... Has this ever... Two had been sent away. One was sent away for attacking people. Nothing. Commander is a goat, though. Oh, yeah. He's been biting people constantly. The staff lives in fear. And if you listen to the stuff, it's like... I mean, it's no wonder, because they're... They have to be, speaking as bad dog owners, we're allowed to say this, they must be bad dog owners. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Um, the, the dog goes from, they're not home. They go to Delaware all the time. Yeah. And it, when you read the articles, it says that, you know, when they go to Delaware, they're loading the dog up in a crate and flying yep. it in the plane. I'm sure if dogs have to do that a ton, then they get antsy. And there's a bunch of just... different people around. They're not, they have zero consistency. They're Plus, like, he's lost his mind. So there's no pack leader. So the dog's like, I guess I'm in mm-hmm. charge. But yeah, but Tom Fitton is at Judicial Watch is saying they have a source and they're working to FOIA records to um, to try and confirm it officially. But they're saying that they have a source that's telling them that Biden punches and kicks the dog. 
If that comes out that Biden has punched that's Sander, true. that's uh, seven points in the polls, and he is finito. Seven. I mean, yeah. I think that's <laughs> even more than that. The press that, did but... ask Biden about his dogs uh, in 2021. Love your dogs. We live here. Yeah, thanks. Champ's an old one. He's yeah. Which one's the old one, President? Well, that's the press corps. Which one's the old one, President? We, we love, love them. Dogs. They're so great. I wish Champ had gone over and mauled that guy to death. What's no, us? that was Major. Major was the one that oh, right. chewed, chewed on people. Or ma- <clears throat> Champ, Major, and com- now Commander, right? What's the uh, hot sauce sales? That is the Chelsea Fire Wicked Hot Sauce. Oh, and they bring us the Chelsea Fire oh, Wicked oh, Hotline where people can leave oh, a message for the show. I'm going to take out some of the dead air from tonight. We had some... There were some long stretches this, there. There was insurrectionists tonight. Mm. All right. You ready, Alice? I'm so ready. Jesus. What? Oh, suggestive. I'm not trying to be suggestive. I'm just talking. <laughs> what? Mm. Absolutely hilarious. Oh, sorry, sorry. It is always enjoyable to hear how frustrated and to see how frustrated you can get Shattuck mm-hmm. when something isn't going your way. Just the whole thing with that AI was absolutely <laughs> hilarious. I couldn't stop laughing. Great job, buddy. Wait a second. With the AI, oh, oh, freaking that thing. What happened with that? <clears throat> Is it they resolved? want you to know they're uh, keeping you safe. Oh, good. Well, let me go onto the screen right now. Right now, the screen is open. Tom Shattuck's Burn Barrel, ad-free for patrons. This is where I upload the thing, so I'm going to hit shows so I can go to the mm-hmm. other one. And it wants me to... Here we go. Hold to on. log in. Hold on. Maybe not. Maybe I'll get away with it. Uh, did I log in live last night? Uh, no, I don't think so. I was just telling you that Arlen got back to you and let you know that it was uh, to keep your account safe. Okay, I'm logging in. There's the email. Huh? Uh, uh, mm-hmm. Here's the password. The password. I'm not a robot. Select all images with a bus. 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 <laughs> bus. Hit verify. Please also check the new images. Okay. Bus. Got to look carefully. (laughs) Make sure I'm not missing a bus. Verify. Oh, my goodness. This is the first time I ever got it in the first try. Oh, my goodness. Freaking. All right. See what's up so bad? Um, All right. Hi. Steve from Aronite. Hi, Steve. With an appeal to Tom and Alice and Paul in the car and Steve from Gloucester and Dr. Chuzzlewitz. And, uh, <laughs> we, um, I always mispronounce that name. I'm not really sure what it is. Is it Chuzzlewit? Cheswick. Chuzzlewicks? Cheswick. Can, uh, can, I, can, I, uh, can you hoover me here? Let me know. You say it. Cheswick. Okay, say it again. Cheswick. Cheswick. Mm-hmm. Anyway, an appeal. What did hoover me mean? Hoover? I don't know what that means either. Can we all never, ever, ever <laughs> talk about Taylor Swift ever again? Please, God, I can't take it anymore. My yeah. ears are bleeding from this. Very well done. Steve. I am prepared. I hope all my colleagues will join me 
and saying, yes, Alice, you are correct. She is the greatest <laughs> living songwriter. She's even the greatest among our long-lost dead composers and musicians. She's Bach. She's Mozart. She's Beethoven. She's you, uh, Harry James and Harry Dorsey. And she's uh, Duke Ellington. Cab- I think it's... Uh- uh, Harry James, I think it's Tommy and Jimmy Dorsey, I think. Galloway, Mick Jagger, <laughs> Paul McCartney, Weird Al Yankovic, Alan Sherman, <laughs> all the great, all the great parody song composers. She is the best, the best, the best. Please, can we put this to rest? I, uh, thank you. I agree. I just, I think I'll end it there. Oh, <laughs> no mas. No mas. Yeah, I'm done too. That's a thing too. That that the problem is that she's so just there. It's, she's like she's she's like the uh, discount rack at the Gap. She's like it's that's, it's pretty wow. good stuff, that's, but it's fine. I mean, that's low. Wow. <sighs> uh, BBP Barn Brow Podcast Superpowers. Mm-hmm. T-shirt. Wait, did I play this yesterday? Is it possible? Because some of these we played yesterday. Okay, no, no, we played that yesterday. Yeah, that was Tim and Ken. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, here we go. Uh-oh, what? Health debate over chat chat. I, that might mean healthy debate, like Rico Bosco. It's buffering. Okay. Uh-oh. I think we have pretty fast internet in the house. Yeah, this computer is tired. <laughs> Health debate over chat chat? Come on. Come on. You can do it. Maybe this one was, no. like, erased. Let me do it. There's another one that says health debate over chat chat. Maybe that's what's going on. This one's not working either. Hmm. Should I? I'm going to hit uh, lo- reload the page, Alice. Okay, let's try and reload the page. Okay, guys, here's something to ponder. Should Steve from Merrimack and I start calling into the Rico Bosco show? Oh. Because so I called partial. in a day ago and my mm-hmm. comments were not stepped on like Tom does with oh. Steve from Merrimack. And Rico allowed me to say how I felt about a certain topic without getting the no, no, no from Alice. So healthy debate. Oh. Should Steve from Merrimack and I give up our allegiance to the burn barrel and switch over to healthy debate. Ooh. Yeah, villain over the, the spread. Yeah, take the points, uh, parlay. You can, uh, Steve, if your go-to, and I am somebody who appreciates, um, in my life, I appreciate trashy, um, gauche uh, interactions, and it did in my younger days very much so. Mm-hmm. If you want to have dalliances with New Jersey dumbasses, then certainly Rico Bosco is the choice for you. I don't think you want the, you. You. How, I you, like a lot of people from New Jersey. Are you backstabbing freaking thing, Alice? He's not. He's never gonna love you. Okay, Rico's never gonna love you. Doesn't I don't matter. need Rico Bosco to love me. I do like him, but most. I. I. I, I do like him, but it's New Jersey trash. Come on. Come on. Come on. Did I, ever t- do I'm, did I ever tell you about... I can't. My son's here. <laughs> Just play the I won't say it. I won't say it. I won't say it. <laughs> okay, so let me get this straight. Tom Shattuck, yes. a guy maybe 19 or 20 years old, has a woman come on to him. Yes. 
and doesn't want to do it because the girl was 30? Yes. I mean, isn't that like the peak of, you know, being absolutely New Year's Eve excited when a girl comes on to you when you're like 20 or 21? Mm. I mean, that's like, that's like hitting the lottery right there. I mean, I'm in my mid-40s and I'd be thrilled if a girl even smiled at me now, let alone all the other things that you said that the girl did to you. I mean, Mm. my word, Tom, I would have took that as like my ticket to paradise. How could you not like it? I understand. And now I think back and I'm like, why wouldn't they just go for it then? Uh, um, When you're like an 18-year-old kid, Things. Somebody thirty seems like yeah, and she was. I mean, I now I think, but also she was. She had. She said things like, uh, "What are you a yeller?" She used to say a lot of a uh, old cliche, people phrases, no cliches and stuff like this humor kind of cliches. I tell you, but I have to kill you. That kind of thing is like, I was uh, deal breaker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Got a lot of hangups. Oh, this is all you can eat. So what do I get left here? Okay, well, is that it? No, no, I'm just trying to be be careful. Hi, Steve from Merrimack. Real quick, uh, the subject of the Eagles came up uh, today. Uh, I hate the Eagles like rat poison. They are the worst. They're awful, awful, awful. They are a poor patch, a poor patch on Creedence Clearwater Revival's genes. Oh, I don't think they are. I don't think they approach. One tenth, and I think that's what you're saying, Steve. I think that's what he's saying. Of credence, too. I think. Okay, Alice. He said Alice they're a poor the patch Steve. on their genes. Alice is on the. Uh, I don't think that on was Steve Thomas. No, but uh, yes, credence is a legit band. But I have dudes who I know from the '70s who, and they hate Timothy B. Schmidt. He is the worst to them. So overrated. It's it's awful, and I love Joe Walsh, solo artist, the James Gang. He oh. was great, but the Eagles are terrible. I've taken thank a thank you, Steve. I've taken a look at Joe Walsh from the James Gang now, only in the last six months. I can't believe how freaking good he was. Hmm. Freaking good. And people say that like he reminded them a lot of Nirvana. He was awesome. That guy was a badass. Him himself was better than all the damn um Eagles. We have a couple all you can eat things when we go. I think we got one more hit from Steve before we We have say a lot goodbye. to talk about on All You Can Eat podcast tomorrow for sure. Beautiful. Look out for that tomorrow. Oh, including I've got a, I've uncovered I haven't showed you this yet, but I did my own leg work here and I've uncovered a price gouging scandal. Scandal, Alice. I'm about to take one of my favorite grocer's freezers down the entire chain. Wow. The entire chain. Wow. Hi. Steve from Aramac. I liked Allison's story to finish the show, but she could have put a bow on it, I think. What was your story to finish the show? I don't remember. Yesterday? I bet, if he, I bet if we let him talk, it will become clear to us what the story was. such a backstabber. <laughs> God, quadruple agent. Working well, I'm sure for nobody and everybody. Hear, I'm uh, sure people want to hear you just ask me what story he's talking about when we can I, just listen and find out. Liked Allison's story to finish the show, but oh, Allison she story. could have put a bow oh. on it, I think. Uh, so the story was about a uh, a woman with one leg uh, whom she bought a uh, Uber ride home yes. for, and then the charge came through that there was a quote 
alcohol-related incident in the cab <laughs> or in the Uber. So uh, as far as the Uber driver knows, she was legless in more ways than one. Oh, <laughs> fantastic. Oh. Fantastic. Okay. Yeah, that wasn't that good. Uh, that was great. The other way could have uh, finished it with the alcohol-related incident and been Didn't like, talk make... about legless. Oh! Well, that's kind of another version of the first one. See, I'm trying. I'm trying to create here, but it's, 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 it's bad. It's awful. Sorry. Thank you so much to everybody. Thank you to all the Patreon patrons who join us um, live and chat with us there. Um, thank you to everybody who leaves messages on the chat chat. Uh, thank you to all the people who listen other places, too. Um, like on barbarrowpodcast.com, where the show is free. There's links what to different places. What do we do places. when you have a baby? I'll just put a little blanket over it and nurse it if well, it like, needs like, to. The, like hours after? What do you mean? Are we taking time off? For the show? Yes, the show. Not really. I mean, like, I I live here. Well, I'll, hours after, I mean, I probably, I think they're, for a variety of reasons, I think they're going to make me stay more than, like, a few hours at the place. So you might have to do a couple solo ones. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to need some co-hosts. Maybe I'll bring some of the fellas in. Maybe Steve. Maybe uh, both Steves. Maybe. Maybe you have the Google Voice number. Yeah. Uh, maybe Justin. Maybe Dr. Cheswick. Maybe Carrie from Everybody that you're not naming is getting mad right now. I can yeah. feel them. Allison Bishop herself, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so you may be without... Danny from Bill Ricca? You may be without Tommy me. from New Hampshire? You may be briefly without me, but I think only for a day or two, and then you I'll be back. You know what it could kind of be? Is us guys hanging out, like... Backslapping, having cigars, having some um, bourbon or something, mm-hmm. celebrating that this has happened. Oh, it's gonna be. I'm gonna be so relaxed. And I, uh, Mark in the chat says I need to have the baby on a Friday to minimize time Say off. Happy. Here we go. Good thinking, Mark. Good thinking. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.